Dipe Dye le balado. Entretien et écoute avec Richard Reed Perry, mené par Nicolas Titley, pour l'album Quiet River of Dust, volume 1. Truly, I don't know anything when I start. Music is 100% of my brain, but it's not 100%, it's like 0% of my conscious brain, kind of. Like, I have to play music to make music. I was in the wind with the wind in me. I think it is introspective and yeah and kind of reaching to be elsewhere many perhaps many places but kind of it kind of wants to be outdoors that title it is that's what it speaks to but it also speaks to kind of the endless kind of cultural traditional currents that just go and go and go and again yeah these kind of, this kind of cyclical nature of everything and this infinite source for humans yeah and then there's a literal connection to a, a, a river in Japan that I went to um, the second piece on the record is called the river of death which is named after this place yeah the idea was kind of memory memories as contained floating worlds and as places that your mind can go that your consciousness even can go and kind of be totally enveloped in um, in a kind of benign friendly way but also in a way that kind of takes you out of this world It was in Japan where I started accidentally writing this record. Um, <laughs> and I was in a huge forest at the top of a mountain, totally alone, nobody around, and just absolute silence, kind of snow falling. And I was there for days. Um, get up with the monks. The monks would do their prayer ceremonies, which I, as a guest in the monastery, you were allowed to watch them do their prayer ceremonies. And then I would just go off on my own and kind of walk in the woods. And I had some... Uh, kind of ghosty experiences there that were really amazing, but also just a lot of just like, it was also at the end of an Arcade Fire tour that had been going for like a year. And so I was just kind of exhausted and sort of saturated with sound and people and travel and being everywhere and being nowhere at the same time. And, and so all of a sudden it was like, I was alone. I didn't have a plan. Nobody was telling me where to go. There was nothing on my schedule and there was no people and there was no one paying attention to me, it was great. And it was just like this huge silence. And it was almost like the absence of the sounds of nature of nature made the sound of nature rush in or something like that. just kind of went and went and went and was like oh, I still hear this and I'm not getting closer to the where the sound is coming from and it's not getting quieter and it's not getting louder and, but it was just there
when I had quiet time and I wasn't in band world or on tour, um, these songs, the ideas that made these songs would just kind of fall out. And over time it was like, oh, this is a song world. And once, it, but it kind of like presented itself to me as every time I would sit down when I had quiet time and I wasn't in band world or on tour, um, these songs, the ideas that made these songs would just kind of fall out. And over time it was like, oh, this is a song world. And once it, but it kind of like presented itself to me as a body of music before it was a record that I was working on. Um, so then it kind of, once it started to feel like it was a bunch of music that belonged together, then I started sculpting it that way. It's not super important to me to tell a literal story, or I guess maybe it is, but it, it's, I'd, I'd rather make a, a painting um, with words. I think that has like glimpses of narrative and that maybe sp speak to each other. And it, so it, it's like, it all, it almost wants to feel like a story rather than read like a story or, or something like that. For me, the sound wants to tell a story or create, it's, it's like, it's more like a world that I'd rather bring people into and that there's things to see and kind of memories flashing by and and little bits of story like because bits of it are literal stories and, and of themselves and then bits of it are not abstract exactly but not super direct in terms of a story story but but every lyric and every image and and every song does have some sort of story behind it or a specific idea before mixing it i was always trying to make one thing, like whatever kind of sound I was getting, whatever instrument I was using, I was always sort of naturally trying to pull it the other way. So it's like, okay, if it's a classical guitar, then I'm putting it through a dirty amp and like recording it distantly. So it's kind of fuzzy and wide and it's like, yeah, it's a guitar, but it doesn't totally sound like a guitar. It's not a clean, punchy, like singer songwriter kind of sounding folk guitar. And then if there was an electronic sound, I was always like trying to warm it up or play it out through an amp or play along with it on a real instrument. And so kind of like bring the electronic world into the natural world and bring the acoustic world into more into an electric world. And then at a certain point, once there's enough things together in a song, I'm like, okay, well, there needs to be bass on that song. And how you hear the album, I was in the world that's kind of really folky and straightforward. And then it kind of explodes into chaos and then goes back into kind of more of a folk song and then explodes into chaos. Like actually that final song or penultimate song, depending on how you hear the album, I was in the world that's kind of really folky and straightforward and then it kind of explodes into chaos and then goes back into kind of more of a folk song and then explodes into chaos. That was originally a lot more of a straight folk song that just had like a slightly slowing down chorus. And then, but it was just like, wow, it's not, I felt like it needed to be chaos. And so we just recorded the, the, choruses in a totally different room like in a giant church with huge drums and just turned it into total it's supposed to kind of be the the 
destructive, like the body dissolving into the world around it kind of moment, um, something like that. And I don't even, um, the end of the song, Finally Home, when it kind of dissolves into these kind of waves and there's this kind of droney keyboard that sounds a bit like a bagpipes or something like that. And I don't even know when I did that, or but it was just there, like on my recording machine. Or there, and there's whole songs on volume two that I didn't know were songs, like that I just, it's like not conscious brain kind of did it in a in a night or in a couple of hours, and, and but happened to record it from sort of a mindset and a natural way of working that's just like happens if I don't plan it and I don't have a deadline and I don't have bandmates. These these records was harnessing what feels like a true process for me, left to my own devices.